Hi, I'm James Schellinglaw here at Virtuoso Travel Week, and I'm here with a familiar face, if you've been in cruising for a while, familiar to me at least, and it's a fellow James, James Rodriguez, who is the new president and CEO of Atlas Ocean Voyages. Really new, just a few weeks ago. So we're going to talk to James about his, his new role and what he's going to be doing with Atlas Ocean and what it's like coming back to the cruise industry after a little, a little break, but we'll see. And you'll find out about all that and more on Insider Travel Review. Well, James, first of all, congratulations. Uh, it was great Thanks. to see you back. We've been hanging around together for a long time, and I missed you for the, the little time you were <laughs> off, but I'm sure you had a nice break. But you just told me, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to come back, right? Oh, yeah. I was ready after six months to come <laughs> back. <laughs> I, the travel industry gets in your blood. You just really cannot get away from it. So. And then you've been at it for so long. It's just, it's great, as, as we have. I think we kind of grew up together in oh, this absolutely. business like that. Now, just a, week ago, just a few weeks ago, you did take the helm at Atlas Ocean. Uh, what, do you th what do you think about the brand? Oh, it's a fantastic brand. I mean, the ships are absolutely beautiful. I just came back actually from Porto to see the new ship in production. That's the World Traveler, right? World Traveler. I was blown away just by the attention to detail, the design of the ships. Um, these are really just jewel yachts uh, that people are... Uh, to take people on vacations. So. Yeah, and I've been lucky enough to go on the first one, so I, I really enjoyed it. Now, uh, and what, what motivated you to take this job? What, what, what did you see here that you, you saw an opportunity? Well, you, you probably know from my past, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I love the opportunity to come in, in and build something. And um, unfortunately, when these ships were launched, it was right before the pandemic. So they yeah, really launched through a COVID <laughs> pandemic. It's a little bit of a challenge. Right? Exactly. So I think, you know, they still have an opportunity right now uh, to relaunch these ships in a new era. And um, I think that uh, it's a perfect uh, blend of opportunity for me um, to come in and build something from the ground up. Yeah, just one ship and you got a few more on the way. So now you were at Oceania for many years uh, in different posts. And uh, wh what do you see in terms of the similarities and differences between uh, the, the Oceania and um, uh, Atlas Ocean? Well, I see a lot of the beginnings where you're able to build something. You're building not only the product itself, the service levels, but also just building the clientele and the type of itineraries and build a company um, and create the kind of DNA of a brand new um, startup. And so whenever I looked at this opportunity, I thought this is, a, this is the perfect um, opportunity for me to come in and uh, start a startup and and build a clientele and build a brand new brand. So. Yeah, and also, but is, there is a slight difference. You were in a sort of upper premium case with Oceania, and now you're in a sort of small ship expedition line, right? Oh, absolutely. There's some similarities, but also some differences. You know, with uh, Oceania, it was, um, we didn't really have very many new to cruise um, guests. It was always new to brand guests. And here we focus not only on the new to brand guests, but we're also focused on new to cruise, especially with the expedition uh, I itineraries that we have, those call in a whole different uh, type of traveler that are not necessarily just cruisers, but they are uh, people who like to explore the world on tours or um, you know, land vacations. Yeah, they themselves. do come in, they're not necessarily past cruisers, but they love discovery and they go on the ships. And uh, one thing that's happened in the last few years is we've seen sort of an explosion. And granted, the number of berths total it couldn't fit into a large ship, but uh, <laughs> you've seen this amazing number of brands emerge in the, in the category, right? Right, a absolutely. And I think that with, with um, Atmos Ocean Voyages, we have a really unique 
value proposition because of the size of the ships themselves. It's under 200 guests. In Antarctica, we're only 186. And as you know, sort of the rules and regulations of Antarctica, there's only a certain number of landings you can do a day. Um, and so this, these ships give our guests the opportunity to go in and really get intimate with the guest from a learning perspective, with the uh, expedition teams, with the naturalists that we have on board. So that it's a little bit more of an in-depth experience, uh, maybe a little bit longer um, uh, landing opportunities for them as well. Absolutely, and it's it's really great. And I've not yet gone on Atlas Ocean for an expedition. I was on a uh, 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 the owner's cruise uh, <laughs> back last year for ten days, uh, which was cool, interesting. Uh, I got a chance to see the ship, but I, I haven't seen the ship truly in operation in the expedition cycle. So we'll see what happens there. Now, what what are some of your first steps you're going to take uh, as president and CEO? Well, uh, number one, coming in to take a look at the corporate structure itself, um, building a really strong team is uh, the foundation to any success of a company. So I want to make sure we have the right people in the right place at the right time. Um, forging really strong partnerships with our trade partners is also um, important. We are a expedition and Arctic um, uh cruise company. We also do on shoulder seasons. We go to the Med and we also go to the Greek Isles and the Italian coast. And um, yeah, the, Is it just the, not Antarctic or Arctic? Right. You guys go all over the place as expedition, right? Right. But our focus is really expedition. So there's, there's the trade partners out there that really specialize in that. So we want to make sure we find them. We forge these really strong relationships with them, bring their guests on board on the Ar Ar Arctic or Antarctica cruise, and then we can take their guests to other places as well around the world. No, that's great. Now, you mentioned you, you were over to see the New World Traveler. Um, how is that ship, if going to be different at all from the World Navigator, or is it pretty much the same? Well, the footprint's the same, but I think that the uh, Portuguese interior designers who came in and designed the inside of the ships have um, designed each ship with its own personality. So, for example, the Navigator has more of a steamliner, New York, 40s chic um, vibe on the inside of the ship. Um, and the traveler is going to have a little bit of different um, personality, which is called, they're calling the Dolce Vita, which is a little bit lighter, lots of blues, um, uh, a tribute to the ocean, to the water itself. So it's going to look in color and uh, design a little bit different, but the hardware is the same. And again, I have still to have the same dining and things like that? Or? Absolutely. But what we've also done is we also learned how the guest and also the crew and staff are using the ship. And we've made some adjustments in those areas as well. Back in the galley, the way they process or bringing in the waiters and, and serving the guests. Um, we've changed some of the galley space. Uh, we've changed some of the public areas just to make it uh, more uh, open and, and atmosphere for guests to come and join the Apries at sea after they go to Antarctica, come in and really share their stories about their they adventures. Do. Believe me, I was on one of a couple of expedition ships and that's what they like to talk about, what they just did, right? Oh, absolutely. And again, you know, the environment on board our ships is less than 200 guests. There is this strong bond that you forge with other world travelers and also the crew and staff. Now, this is maybe a little unfair question because you just arrived at Atlas Ocean. From your impression, what, what, what are the kind of strengths of the Atlas Ocean experience from your perspective that you, or things that you want to really stress as you move forward? Sure. Well, I think we touched on just one of them. The size of the ships gives us a unique opportunity to create an environment on board that really um, creates bonds with our, our guests. 
um, the uh, availability to you know the chefs, to the captain, going up under the bridge and just seeing the beautiful atmosphere. You're going to get to know your get fellow guests and also the crew and staff a little bit better. These are yacht-style cruising, yacht-style expeditions. So it's like you've actually gone and chartered your own yacht when you go on board. So it's a little bit of a different experience than your uh, larger cruise ships out there. Absolutely. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit about other possible other changes. Are you going to be looking at, I, I know one thing you've been branded as kind of looks adventure. I understand you might be changing that a little bit. Well, it's still a luxurious adventure, uh, of course, but we're really moving towards the yacht style experience okay. because I th we think that um, our target market is the U.S. market, U.S. Can Canada uh, market, and we think that uh, defining the ship as these uh, really intimate, luxurious, yacht-style, cruising yacht-style expedition uh, really resonates with guests and gives them a little bit more of an explanation of what they're in for or what to expect on board the ships. And also, I understand, are you going to take another look at the itineraries uh, for, for the next few years? We have, actually. Um, not in Antarctica, because we think we have some really great uh, Antarctica sailings, also the Arctic. But we are looking at some of the shoulder seasons and going to some of the um, more uh, traditional um, marquee and boutique ports. I think that's one of the things that we're really going to focus on. We have the size of ships that allows us to get into certain ports that other cruise ships are not able to get into. Um, but we're also going to mix in some of those marquee ports, like the Romes, the Monte Carlos, uh, the Nice, the Barcelonas, because that's what guests really want to see. They want to go see those, but they also are port collectors, so they want to see some really out-of-the-way places that maybe they're not able to go to on other cruise ships. And then you're going to have a second ship, so you're going to have a little more flexibility to do a lot of these things, right? Oh, absolutely. As we our fleet grows, so will our um, touch of the world out there. Now, uh, Atlas Ocean launched, you know, during COVID with some really extraordinarily friendly agent policies, uh, advisor policies for travel agencies. I assume you're going to continue those or even look, take another look and, and make them even better. Oh, absolutely. You know, I started in this business on the advisor side. Right. I started with the travel agency and then worked my way into the cruise uh, space. So my heart is with our, our travel advisors and we are going to continue those policies, if not make them even better. Yeah, you know, I know you know the travel advisors, and you've been always, you know, you had extraordinarily friendly policies at Oceania, and I assume you're going to carry that forward with Atlas. Oh, absolutely. Now, anything else you want to tell our 106,000 travel advisors out there <laughs> about your, your new role, Atlas Ocean, and what, what things are going to be like going forward? All I can say is that I'm really excited about this opportunity to uh, build a brand new um, cruise uh, a company and also um, create some really extraordinary itineraries and really focus on the guest experience on board our ships. It's really important that we get that right um, and we have some really great surprises for the guests whenever they get on board. Well, we're looking forward to that and uh, now where can uh, travel advisors go to learn more about Atlas Ocean and everything you do? Of course, you always come to our website, but you could also call any of our sales representatives out in the um, industry. Well, James, congratulations again. Good luck. We'll be there for you to cover as you, you grow and prosper with this, this new job and this new, this relatively new line. I mean, it really is out of the box. I was lucky enough to go on uh, a nice 10-day cruise to get a feel for the product, not the whole expedition side of it and, and not really a real cruise. It was like the owner's cruise, actually. But that was, and your, your owner, Mario Ferrara, is really an interesting guy, really Absolutely. great entrepreneur, which I think you yeah. probably uh, picked up on and, and hopefully 
bonded. Though, right? I, I would so. think so, you know. And of course, we, I don't know about you, but Mario just went into space. So that was kind of interesting. <laughs> he went up on Blue Origin with Jeff Bezos. And I don't oh, yeah. think anybody, I wrote it, we wrote about it, but uh, I just thought that was amazing. So uh, any, any, you want to go into space with him? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's a, <laughs> the next frontier. So yeah, we have to get you on board our ship again. Absolutely. Well, James, again, great to see you here at Virtuoso. And I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot of you in the next few weeks. And yep. we're, I think we're going to be in the same circuit for a little while. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report. <laughs>